0: Yo, it's your double, your triple, your quadruple main man, Captain Joe Shoes, and if there is anyone who can speak to the expertise of JPD Customs, it is yours truly who has his very own JPD Customs Captain Shoes figure, so you are in the right Place at the right time. You are listening to the Custom Figure Podcast with JPD Customs. Let's are you go. Ready? Bow to the customizers. Break it down. It's me. It's me. It's JPD welcome everyone to the second episode of the custom figure podcast and we are so excited to be joined by the man behind the magic over at major bendy's um knick is going to be joining us in just a couple minutes um i do want to remind everybody to give us a follow on Facebook, Instagram, and whatnot, all at JPD Customs. Check out the website, jpdcustoms.com. We have a lot of new stuff up there. We have, the, of course, the Bret Hart sunglasses, the TNT title decals, and we still do have a couple of the card stands up. So, check all of that out and more on jpdcustoms.com. Subscribe to this podcast at Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, leave us a review if you can. Uh, we're just getting our feet wet still. So, that would be super duper helpful. All right. Little follow up from last week. One of our customs of the week was uh, CMW Toys on Instagram. Uh, Gregory Helms, the elite Mattel custom, Um, we got a message from CMW Toys uh, letting us know that we were slightly wrong on what the recipe was. It wasn't a straight released jack's head. It was actually a resized head. Um, Same mold and everything as the jack's head, but it was resized, shrunk down uh, they actually wanted us to know that and to mention that because they listened to the podcast and they realized what we're doing here is we're trying to give people information, how to make customs, how to do things like that. Uh, and they didn't want anybody to uh, make the custom with the straightforward Jack's head and then find out doesn't quite look the same because it's a little too big for a Mattel body. So very much appreciated that. Uh, thank you, CMW Toys. Give them a follow on Instagram. Um, all right, so speaking of Customs of the Week, let's go right into it. This week, we've got some cool customs lined up for you. Um, 14fig on Instagram, at 14fig, does a lot of head sculpts, uh, does a lot of 3D prints, um, but also does a lot of really cool customs. So at 14fig on Instagram, they put together a couple different customs. Uh, Hollywood Hogan and a Dennis Rodman. They were in two separate posts. And uh, this is what I would call the um, ugliest version of Hollywood Hogan there is. And that is not a knock at the figure. The figure is spot on. But uh, this is that brief period of time where Hogan shaved off the iconic mustache and had just a five o'clock shadow. And let me tell you something. I don't think Hogan is necessarily a super handsome guy but the mustache does wonders for his face without the mustache it's not pretty um so that being said this figure very well represents that uh it looks it looks great it's a figure that Mattel is probably not allowed to give us uh and of course I don't believe they have the rights to Rodman so I look at these two figures, these two NWO figures, and I think, how cool would it be to have a two-pack of those two exact figures, that like very kind of niche Hogan and that Rodman together? Very nice. Love it. Uh, Next up, Customs of the Week, another kind of group of figures here, at FryJ underscore Customs. So Fry, F-R-Y... J A Y, Fry J underscore customs on Instagram. They do some great customs. I knew it was only a matter of time before I picked them for some customs of the week. I loved what they did here. They did a, a Mattel Elite of the Oddities, um, the Attitude Era group of misfit toys, if you will, from uh, WWF. So you have Luna Vashan, Golga, who is earthquake john tenta underneath a mask wearing south park shirts and things like that uh which he does have in this custom you have kurgan formerly of the truth commission and you have giant silva which he used uh great Kali head for and it looks spot on looks great um this is just such a fun uh batch of customs. Honestly, I think it was done for a commission whoever now owns those. I'm sure it's like a centerpiece of their collection. They look so great together. They're colorful, toyetic, awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. awesome. Love it. Great job. Uh last one for this week is uh they have an Instagram but it is not an action figure heavy Instagram and I talked to them about that a little bit on Facebook. Uh, So I'm not going to plug the Instagram, but what I'm going to say is Jason Dunseal, if I'm saying that correctly, Jason Dunseal, I believe you should totally make an Instagram for your figures, for your customizing, 100%, especially with what you're doing here. What he did is he created what he calls a Mattel JN, so Mattel and LJN hulk hogan this is a very hogan heavy customs of the week segment so mattel jn hogan so it is an elite mattel hulk hogan with a scaled down ljn head and the exact attire which is you know a very classic hogan attire as the ljn figure it's just the yellow trunks but something that he also did that is so cool and Jason, I would love to hear more about how you did this because I didn't see a lot of people pointed out in the comments of the pictures that you posted on Facebook. The hands were not closed fist Mattel hands. They were something else. What I believe he did, if I had to guess, is he took the kind of like five-star hands, the ones uh, that are wide open, like DDP style, hands. And I believe he probably boiled them, heated them up, bent them into fists. And I, I'm assuming glued them together or like froze them and kind of had them stay that way. I've never had good luck with that technique. But um, they you'll see in the pictures that we post, they are not traditional Mattel fists. They are not like sealed up in a way. It's like the fingers are bent in and it really lends itself to that LJN look. And I, for me, that's what made me pick this figure. It is so unique. And of course he has it posed just like the Hogan LJN. Uh, And it's just awesome. It's really, really cool. So Jason, great job. If you decide to create an Instagram for your figures, please let me know. And I will plug that uh, on a future show here. So I hope you do. I really do. So to wrap that up, wrap up customs of the week, let's move right over to the man behind the Major Bendy's line. Let's move right over and bring in Connick. Thank you for having me. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, So for those of you who don't know, uh, you want to kind of introduce yourself, I guess?
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm Mechanic. I, I I work for the major pod network. I guess. Yeah. Um. I kind I kind of just fell into the wall of being the uh, merchandise guy, and um, and from there it led to me uh, being a partner with uh, Matt and Brian, and we created Major bendies.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I just noticed that you have a sports jacket on. For people at home who can't see that says major Bendy's on it and now I yeah. want one so we're <laughs> gonna have to talk. Uh that's that's awesome. That's very I cool. actually
1: I just picked these up today. Um okay I got I got them as a gift for Matt Bryan and uh TTD who's cool. been uh, tremendous mm-hmm. in this whole process. Um yeah. so it's just very a gift guy. I, uh, yeah it's just a yeah. little gift for the that's guys.
0: Cool. That's cool. I love it. I love it. Very cool. Um, I want to talk all about major bendies and stuff like that. But before we do that, I do want to ask you uh, this is the custom figure podcast. Can see behind you. You obviously do have a very impressive toy collection um, behind you and above you. Yes, that's awesome. Um, and and I'm sure have... all over the place. Yeah.
1: Autograph Hasbos, autograph retros, loose retros, loose Hasbos. I have uh, an autographed Star Wars collection that I've been-
0: Autographed by the actors for Star Wars, or what's the, yeah, what's the deal yeah. that you got there? So I have- I had questions lined up, but I had to stop to ask that one.
1: <laughs> so I have um, two Boba Fetts signed.
0: Cool. one from
1: Empire and the one from Return of the Jedi. Awesome. For the, um, I have a Bo-Katan signed. And then I have an 8x10 um, that I got from New York Comic Con. It was actually a gift from Peter Mayhew, who uh, played the original Chewbacca. I I fixed his wife's digital camera. She introduced me to her husband and um, said that I'm a very nice boy. And I fixed the digital camera. I was probably 17 at the time. There you and, go. Um, he gifted me an eight by ten and signed it for me. And on that eight by ten, I now have. I later on got Mark Hamill to sign it, and mm-hmm. I got Carrie Fisher to sign it.
2: Wow! And
1: I almost got kicked out of New York Comic Con because I got drunk and got into a fight with Carrie Fisher, who was what? also possibly possibly intoxicated as well.
0: Fair enough. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right. Well,
0: now that we've got some like. TMZ clickbait going on here. I suppose yeah. we backtrack and get and get to toys. Um, so I wanted to ask you about uh, your history with figures when you were younger, when you got into them, things like that. Was there any like staples to your childhood toys? Anything?
1: Yeah. So as far as I can remember, mm-hmm. I like one of my earliest memories is me with my brothers on the floor and my dad sitting next to us. And we're all watching wrestling and my brothers and I were playing with um, LJN figures and Hasbro okay. figures. Uh, my, I have an older brother who, um, you know, he he was obsessed with wrestling um, and he had all the LJNs, he had all the Hasbros. And um we didn't have much money growing up, so he was kind of forced to share. Forced to share. <laughs> yeah, <fair laughs> enough. Um, yep. even though he was very unhappy um, because I was, you know, I was a kid and I was a rough, mm-hmm. I was a rough player. So yeah. uh scuff marks on bro- the
0: Hasbro's and LJ. I get that.
1: I may have broken a black tight Shawn Michael. <sighs> <sighs>
0: yeah. Hey, you know who would have known then, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, that's, that's cool. It's good memories to have though. I mean, that's nice. That's cool. Not nice that you broke the Sean. But <laughs> yeah. Um, did you ever, Uh, since, you know, the theme of our podcast is typically customizing. Did you ever get into or dabble in customizing or anything like that?
1: I mean, when I was a kid, I used to do a lot of crazy shit with my toys. Sure. Um, sure. I would draw the the blood on the wrestler wrestling toys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people did that with the mm-hmm. red sharpies. I painted a cane because cane at the yep. time was very, you it was like non-existent, mm-hmm. and then it it came out and you could remove his mask and you find out who cane was. Mm-hmm. And was yeah, yeah, that one. yeah. Yep. But. Um, so yeah, I made my own cane. I made my own diesel. Okay. Uh, because playing with my brothers has those. My brother always gave me this like rumor that the diesel figure was coming out. The diesel figure coming out.
0: Hey, he might have known about those orange cards, I guess, right?
1: Yeah, so. he knew about the orange cards. Well, we went to wrestling conventions um, mm-hmm. at uh, the Meadowlands in um, New Jersey. And uh, the vendors would tell us about like all the new things that are coming out. Oh, okay. so I remember you know, the, one of the vendors is like, Yeah, diesel's coming out, mm-hmm. uh, you gotta look out for it. Yeah. Um, he's yep. like, he's like, I think this booth might have it. Oh, you wow. would go to the booth, and they were mm-hmm. like, There was nothing there, yeah, of course, yeah. Um, so yeah, so we were always in the hunt for the diesel Hasbro, and I remember I, I customized my own with mm-hmm. a Hulk Hogan, uh, yeah, I guess I
0: could see that. So your professional background in the toy industry, um, you used to work for another collectibles company. Uh, I don't know if you want to maybe give us a little background on that.
1: Yeah, um, I was working at a large marketing agency, Mm -hmm. um, one of the largest marketing agencies in the I'm not sure if it's in the world or just in the US, but it's in the top three. And I was bored out of my fucking mind. Um, it was just, just it, it was an easy job. I can come in and leave whenever I wanted to. My job was, to me, was mindless, sure. and it, it brought no fun or joy. Uh, but you know, I had a very good 401k. Um, my salary was great. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm like people. People would kill for this job, right? Sure, sure. But for for me. I felt like I was trapped and I wasn't doing anything fun or fulfilling, I think is the better term. Um, And I was a day one listener of the podcast and I was listening to it. The major wrestling
0: figure podcast. Just to clarify.
1: Yeah. Yeah, No, that's okay. Um, I was a fan of uh, Matt and Brian and, and their podcast and just listening to it. And I was like, this is what I need to do. I need to quit my job and go and do something in collectibles. And because I have such a passion for it, and this is what's going to make me happy. And this is what's going to, you know, fill that ward that's in me right now. I didn't quit my job. I waited until I I lined something up. I talked myself out. It's probably of smart. Yeah. <laughs> smart yep. move. I yep. always recommend line up before you quit. Yep. And, yep. um, I went home and I went on LinkedIn and I just typed in toys. And um, uh, I got a, a pop-up of what was available. It was in my realm of um, background, uh, which is e-commerce and CRM and um, digital marketing. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I applied for it. Uh, the next day I had an interview um a phone interview and then it led to three physical interviews. Um and one of the interviews I think it was the first one, they said come back with a pitch of a license that you would want us to promote or to, Very to cool. acquire. And I looked at everything that they had and I said I'm gonna pitch the WWE because yeah. that that's that's something that doesn't end, right? Mm-hmm. There's always someone new and some new gear and I pitched it and the guy laughed at me he said, you're a wrestling fan and I go yeah I'm a wrestling fan and he's like well cool because we just got the WWE license and you're gonna be working on it <laughs> oh <laughs> man how awesome so so that was uh Eagle Moss and mm-hmm. um I ended up getting the job and um that's how I met Matt and Brian um and yeah so technically I um, I got the job because of them. But uh the so I they had the WWE license and um the person who was working on the WWE license uh was leaving the company as I was coming in. Okay. So there was like probably a three to three to five month overlap. Mm-hmm. Um and he had already did all the work needed for the WWE um so the first, I'm gonna say 12 figures that came out, maybe even a little bit more, um, was something that he worked on. Um, and then as I was coming in, cause I was asked to um, not only do the digital marketing for Eagle Moss, but also become the brand manager for WWE. Um, uh, and I call it the unofficial brand manager because I never ha- got any real writing, so I guess they wouldn't pay me for sure. it. Okay. but but I did it. Okay, I did the work, mm-hmm. and I I don't I don't think anyone would deny it. Um, I uh I changed how the the statues looked. Okay. Um, so if you take let's say a Seth Rollins sure. um, statue statue and compare it to uh Kane, which was one of the first ones I did. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll see a big difference mm-hmm. in the statures um, size-wise. Okay. Uh, Seth, Seth Rollins is very petite, even though he is naturally um, a thin, not, you know, a thin guy for a wrestler. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: The, the wrestlers have to be big, right? Because yeah. they're all muscular and everything. Mm-hmm. So you'll see that pattern. Okay. You, you'll you'll be able to pick up where um, I start doing the work. Okay. Um, So can
0: I ask you what, what does it mean when you say doing the work? Are you like sculpting these in some way? Are you
1: designing them or what's? No. So there's someone has a, a, a wall and everything that's being made. Right. So there's, um, the art team there's the um the sales team there's the, there's multiple people that's doing the job so if you want to get into toys and you're thinking oh, well i can't draw i can't do this but mm-hmm. there's other ways to get in yeah um, i mean i can't draw for my life my hands shake constantly everything sure. is like <laughs> a squiggly yeah. lines yeah um, sure uh but i'm very good at uh computers and marketing Mm -hmm. um so uh, that's how i got into everything Mm -hmm. um and i was able to voice my opinions on later on for product development so a lot of things um at eagle moss i had an opinion on We did an exclusive comic book for amazing spider-man Mm-hmm. That was my whole. I did the whole thing. I did. That's like, awesome. That was my. That was my whole process. I looked. Yeah. and the office. Um. So there's always avenues to go into, but you. Know, to answer the original question, I rambled off. Mm-hmm. Top no, of, that's but, okay. I think
0: it was very valuable. Um, so.
1: Um. I didn't do the drawings, but I did have an input into what was being made, who we're going to focus on. How we're gonna market it, um, and how is it gonna sit on our website? Who, um, which people are gonna promote it? Which influencers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that was all me. That's awesome. Um, yeah, <laughs> it yeah. Was, no, that was a fun. That's... It was a it was a fun career, um, and um, I I left Mouth since then, and. Uh, I probably still have five figures that I gave them um, before I left. Oh, really? Um, okay. So they they this still stuff that I that was my brainchild in the pipeline. Um, I'm not sure if they've just given up because I left it.
0: Oh, but, fair enough. Yeah, I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's it, last time I checked, it's still in the works.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, that's cool to have your stuff kind of carrying on, even though you're not there. That's, that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. I just hope I still get free. I got a free uh, sample of it.
0: Yeah. That'd be great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, we'll get into major bendies, but I think like um, for anybody listening, we've got toy customizers that we talk about. And earlier in the episode I talked about, Uh, Some of the best customs we're seeing on Instagram and stuff like that. Like, I think this is super important for people to hear and understand uh, what it's like to actually be in the toy industry, the collectible industry. So I think it's you breaking it down like that is so cool. And I know I'm learning things listening to you, so I can only imagine others are as well. So thank you for for sharing all of that. All right. So Eagle Moss is behind you. And eventually, Major Bendies comes up. How, I've heard tidbits and stories, uh, but but how did this happen? So,
1: I created the Major Buddies. Right, okay. And that was...
0: And to clarify for people, those are like the old uh, Tonka Wrestling Buddies. So they're like pillows very soft yeah. by the way i have some so
1: yeah, yeah. uh I, I love them my dog sleeps on them on the couch <laughs> there you go um, and he cuddles with his uh uncle brian uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome um so yeah so I, we had just created those mm-hmm. it was a success it was um it sold out in a day a uh, i got them I shipped them all by myself. And it was all around Christmas time when we did the first batch. And I said to myself, this was a lot of fun. I think I can create, like, a business out of this. Nice. Okay. I I can't do um, buddies again Mm -hmm. Um, just because the size and – Yeah, people can't really – build most people i'll say can't really build a collection out of those yeah. you that's the point you can't build a, 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 a real collection out of it the average person really and you can't really sign it and put it up on your wall which i'm a fan of and so it, I, I think i don't know the exact day it was either christmas day or new year's and i was like how can i recreate this Mm-hmm. and i i knew i couldn't do the hasbos cuz i knew uh, zombie was doing it yeah yeah um, i don't think I, I don't think he had announced it yet yeah and, and you also
0: have like Cella doing it too so there's some stuff on the market with yeah that, and retros of course
1: right there's so many people doing it and i said what's something that no one's doing right now and i thought originally the LJN's I said, that's going to be a bitch to ship because they're going to weigh a lot. Sure, sure. And then I had just bought a shit ton of um, Bendoms from uh, Wrestling Universe and I had them stacked in my toy room. I just looked at it and I said, that's it.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: And um, I knew I wanted to do like a joint partnership with the guys on it where we all, you know, Contribute some sort of funding into it and we get it done. Yeah. And, um, you know, we share profits. um, And I didn't want it to just be major pod people, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like the Warrior Foxes and everyone or Stang. I I wanted it, I wanted it to be a true toil line where we go and get the bangers right yeah
0: sure sure
1: and i just didn't know how to bring it up to them okay and i probably waited until february or march to tell Mm -hmm. them and i thought they were going to be upset with me because i was technically asking them for like hey i need you to contribute some money into this Mm -hmm. and we're going to make this toy line Mm-hmm. And it, it just it felt very awkward. I'm not that type of person, right? Yeah, you're um, not looking for a handout. You're yeah. You know. I've never at that time, because I still wasn't even an employee for mm-hmm. the network sure uh, for major pod. I was I've never really took money from uh Matt or Brian at that okay. time.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: So I was making all this merchandise for them completely free. Mm-hmm. I wasn't upselling them, I was showing them my costs. Mm-hmm. And so I felt very awkward doing this. And um, they, Matt said, if you can get this done, let's do it. And Brian had quickly called me and said, this is a legit business. Like we can do a ton of people. And I go, I know. I just, I didn't want to like spring this up on you guys. Yeah. So, so that was like February or March and I thought we were going to start working on it like the next week, but then Matt sends or TTD sends me art for new buddies, hmm. and I'm like, what's this? And he's like, oh, Matt told me that you were making series two of the buddies. And I was like, okay, I guess we're oh, making yeah. series two of the buddies. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought they had just forgot about the um, yeah. the bendies, and um, it didn't come back up until like July or August and Matt's like how are we are with the the bendies and I was like well you never said anything uh, yeah. are we able to do this like what's going on what What do you need from me to show that I'm an honest guy and he's like just get it done and that's how it happened so it, it, I told TTD by the way I said hey Uh, you're going to be doing this and doing all the art. Um, I found a a graphic designer um, to do the actual 3D design. She Mm -hmm. takes these um, drawings, converts them to 3D designs, and then I send them off to China, and they make the molds.
0: What you were saying about not wanting to make it like major pod guys and stuff like that, um, I think you guys did it in a very cool way where you got uh what they call the figure four out in the first set um because it is a major pod you know produced line so i think it makes sense to have uh matt brian mark and swoggle um and for me i just want to say i bought these because i'm a major pod fan personally um and Mm -hmm. i did have the beddies growing up so i have that nostalgia factor and everything right. but when i got these and then in for people at home i'm holding all four of them in my hand right now they are so good they feel like the legit Bendoms. uh yeah they even smelt like them out of the package they yeah. <laughs> they're so good and when i got these i said you know I was going to get these four and these were going to, this was going to be it for me. And I wasn't, I was very interested to see what you guys do. Like there are tons of toy lines that I'll look at every single prototype image that comes out because it interests me, but I'm not going to buy them all. And that but, was full disclosure, what I was going to do, but getting these in my hand and the cards, which I have in my personal card collection now, cause I'm also a card guy. Um, those are awesome. By the way, I showed them on my whatnot channel and people were oh, like, nice. where do I get those? I need them. So maybe that got you guys more bendy sales. I don't know. Hopefully. But, <laughs> um, but anyways, after I got these in my hand, I said I'm all in and I can't wait to get the Jeff Jarrett set. I can't wait to get series two. I can't wait to hear about series three. Like you guys did a fantastic job with this. And I, Thank I have. You. Yeah, you're welcome, man. Thank you for putting out such a great product. Um, (laughs) And I'm sure it helped uh, Matt and Brian being just so hands-on with this type of stuff.
1: Yeah, so back to like the process of toy making, when your eyes are staring at something for so long, you're not going to catch your own mistakes.
2: Yeah, yep.
1: So having Matt, Brian, TTD, myself, all staring at this, it helps, right? Yeah. Because yeah. this there's, there's some Matt, Brian, and myself can say, this is fucking excellent.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: then T, we'll get a giant paragraph of stuff from TTD saying that what needs to be changed. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then it's vice versa. Some mm-hmm. it's a bunch of people. I'm I'm usually the one because I'm staring at everything probably the longest uh, well the actual physical product He's saying it TDD is just a genius mm-hmm. um, but it, it's just it's incredible you I could probably say I own a part of a company with two of the most qualified guys who should own a wrestling toy company right absolutely um yeah. and, it, and it's such a fun time and it's crazy like i think we were in such a mindset that we wanted to have this out before christmas mm-hmm. that like we saw series one and we created a bunch of notes that we wanted things to be changed yeah and yeah. you you're going to see a lot of changes for uh, the Jeff Jarrett series yeah. that's coming out in like in a month. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, the packaging, you know, I, yeah. um, I needed a closure on the top. So the first ones right now kind of slip in and out. Little,
2: sure. Very sure. easily.
1: And with I fixed it. Um, so I actually have the packaging. Uh, so it has the, the top right there um so it doesn't slide in and yeah, out
0: look at that just a very simple little fold yeah. over piece of plastic
1: so you can move yeah. it, it doesn't go out that's great so um we moved the the logo mm-hmm. up moved it higher so it's a little bit more visible mm-hmm. for displaying purposes uh the card back itself is um probably can't see from the camera but it's thicker Oh really? So it's okay. probably it's probably double the size of the previous.
0: That's impressive because I actually uh, thought that the thickness was already pretty good. So that's that's even better. That's awesome. So I was trying to think
1: of uncard people mm-hmm. a little bit better. Okay. How 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 can I protect this from traveling from China to mm-hmm. to me to sure. me traveling it to? You know, in some cases, it's going to Australia. That's very difficult to ship right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I do have to say, when you were handling that uh, that Jarrett figure a second ago, I got a little glimpse of the card on the back. It looks looks uh, great. Looks great. I'm excited about those too.
1: I mean, TTD is just a fucking legend.
0: He really is. <laughs> he really is.
1: He's, he's great. And then I don't know if you can see that.
0: Oh man, look at that. That's my favorite version of Jeff Jarrett, the country singer. Yeah. This is my favorite yeah. as well. It's great. And
1: then we have um series two, which is Dan Housen, uh Brian Clark. I I keep them in these card cases behind me. We got Brian Pillman.
0: Very cool. See that. And are these um, resin?
1: These are resin. Okay. So, so these are the
0: resin prototypes yeah. of series two. We got Brian Pillman. Yep, that's um, awesome. Look at that so, detail.
1: I mean, the detail of Brian Pillman. He has to be one of my favorite figures that we've created,
2: mm-hmm.
1: just because the jacket. I don't know if you can see that.
2: Yep, but that's yep.
1: that's all molded. Sure, so you can sure. Feel all that. Yep, and it, it's just an incredible piece.
0: That's and awesome. Then,
1: uh his signature is right there on the bottom leg.
0: Oh okay. There you go. Yep. Very cool. Just,
1: I, this is definitely one of my favorites. Um and then the Brian Clark is modeled after the um the atom bomb that he was supposed to get, right? We got the detailing on the sides, mm-hmm. if you can see that. Yeah um and then you know, there's back and forth with all of us about skin tones and and colors and sure sure. I think we're probably one of the only figure companies that will go to the talent and say, "Do you approve this?
2: What yeah. needs to be changed?"
1: Yeah. So uh, Dan housing this is actually the second prototype. I gave him the oh, first okay. prototype.
0: Oh yeah, I saw um, on a vlog, I believe, maybe on his yeah blog. yeah
1: um this is the second one because i showed it to him and i looked at it and i said what do you think and he said can i give you some corrections and i said yeah give me corrections that's what i'm asking mm-hmm. you like i want your feedback this is a figure of you um and he gave us some corrections with the makeup okay um, we had gotten some of the details on the makeup wrong mm-hmm. and um we got it fixed and That's he- awesome. Yeah. He he saw the new one, he says it's great. Um, that's awesome. And then we got uh Nick Gage. Yep. So this is this is gonna be technically if you remove the micro ballers mm-hmm. out of the equation. Yeah. This is the this is the first Nick Gage figure, Danehausen mm-hmm. figure, yeah. Um first uh Conrad Thompson figure.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So uh we're trying to do We're trying to be the first in a lot. Yeah. And everyone is being paid very fairly. Sure. In the market. Um, Yeah. Are they going to get John Cena, Mattel money? No. No. But I can tell you, I can tell you they're probably getting paid a lot more than um, some of the other talents Mm -hmm. on the roster, right? Yeah. With their figures. Um, Yeah. So everyone gets a, a front up fee. Mm -hmm. And then a royalty after that. Okay. So if we if we keep on making, you know, Nick Gage figures, he's Mm going to continue getting royalties because that's the only fair thing to do, right? Mm -hmm. These guys put their lives every time they step into the ring for our entertainment. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Especially somebody like Nick Gage, right? (laughs) And
1: and and if they're going to be getting, if we're going to be selling something of them, it's only fair they get. A cut out of it
0: very um, very true
1: yeah so i think we have a i mean i've been told but we have a very very nice contract um so they get paid very well um in us making it and then we also give them lots of free products for them to sell or That's keep great. Um, Yeah. so yeah. so i think I think we're a a wrestling figure company owned by wrestlers who think of the wrestlers.
0: It's very cool. It's very cool. That's that's awesome. I love that. So, I think it's very important. Um, you know, I saw a thread today talking about, uh, not to mention other toy companies to you, but uh, talking about Chella's... Okay. Uh, like bone crushers, the I'm like, very impressed with that. I'm me, very impressed, me too. That. Me too. And the thread I saw was complaining about the price point, which it is high, but
1: what what's the price point? I don't, um, I,
0: don't I think I saw the blue mini pre order up for $45, which it's high. Uh, that's not that's not it's, bad, it's high, but. I mean i've I've been following you guys very closely with this bendy stuff because this type of yeah. stuff interests the hell out of me. and one thing that I've learned is it is super expensive to make action figures like very expensive it it's expensive. the customizers listening to us know that it's expensive to customize action figures just on a smaller scale like i i have a tray of paint in front of me that cost me 50 dollars, and i have to rebuy that same tray of paint as well as these teeny tiny little detail brushes that cost five bucks a piece all the time so that stuff's expensive but i don't have royalties i'm paying to wrestlers i don't have up front, I forget what you called it, the sign-on fee or whatever it is. Yeah, so
1: there's... There's there's a lot that goes into it. uh, I'll go into another rant about toy making, Mm -hmm. but there's there's so many behind-the-scenes stuff that people are unaware of Yeah, that, you know, I saw people complaining about our price point, which I think our price point, in the big realm of it, Mm -hmm. we're lower than anyone else right now on the market yes it's technically the bendable figures but for what you're getting the decals and everything is spot on yeah um i think you have to hold it in your hand to actually get it um but with that said there's a lot of charges once again molding fees are very expensive
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah every time you make a prototype there's a fee yeah uh shipping costs right now are not nice no <laughs> like no we we took a beating on shipping mm-hmm. to make sure that it gets the people before christmas yeah. um and you know my my collective side for that was like yeah, let's do it. My financial and business side mm-hmm. is saying, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw how much it would cost, but it was like, we got it done. We got it into people's hands before Christmas. Yeah. This this fees nonstop. Mm-hmm. Um, and I legit told Matt, I'm like, I don't know if we're going to make money off series one, but as long as we break even – let's continue. Yeah. And I said that I said that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh I was wrong. We we broke out of the red.
0: Hey, there you go. <laughs> but, I'm glad you but, guys did. You deserve it.
1: But um, you know, it's still, you know, we still have some available, right? We mm-hmm. knew it wasn't gonna be an instant sellout. Um and that wasn't really the goal either, right? To have it be it an wasn't. instant
0: sellout. I mean, obviously was, that'd was, be amazing.
1: We, but. we knew. We knew once we got we saw all those extra charges for everything going on. Well our goal was to just kind of break even off yep. series one. Um so we can learn our mistakes and continue. And we kinda people can say, Oh, why are they making money? We're, we're a business and we need the funding mm-hmm. to continue creating yeah. figures. Yep. Because every money all the money that we're making, uh we're putting in into making the next series yeah um and acquiring licenses that people don't think that we can get yep yeah
0: and i think i think too like people will look at this like a figure i'm holding up a matt cardona bendy right now and it's a piece of plastic and some people will sit there and they'll say it cost a factory five cents to make something like this it does not it doesn't because there's so many... It, I think people are looking at this being smushed into a figure, you know, like just a ball but, of plastic. But they don't understand all of the backstory that goes into this. Like you said, all the different aspects that people don't have any idea about. And it's nobody's fault. Like, but, you know, but I, I, I'm I, so glad that I got to talk to you about this. And I think... um. You know this community probably does know a little bit more than the average person buying something on the right. shelf but um it's just it's it's impressive and as you're talking and I'm looking at this product I'm blown away man i I think you guys yeah. did such a good job
1: um thank you
0: yeah and I know that I'm a huge major pod fan I'm a huge major mark but I know a lot of people out there aren't and I know that a lot of people out there probably didn't buy Series 1 because it's the major guys. But I'm willing to bet Series 2, you got people like Nick Gage, Danhausen, who have huge followings right now. I think the sales are going to be through the roof. And
1: like I said, we're looking for those people with the the large fan bases that Mm -hmm. don't have the opportunity to have action figures right now, right?
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: So you know, I I can't say who's gonna be in the next series because as much as to... I want
0: to ask you to, I won't. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. But yeah. um you know there's I from what I know
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's gonna be a banking of a series and it's probably gonna be first for a lot of people. Okay. And it's gonna be for one person, it's going to be the not the first, but the first in a very long time.
0: Ooh! Start the speculation now. That's awesome.
1: But, you know, it, it can't happen unless we see success in the next series. Of and course, the next series, of
2: course. Yeah,
1: but I'm 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 confident it's gonna it's gonna all work out
2: mm-hmm.
1: really well. I yeah. think um, I think the. Double J series, Conrad, My World series is gonna do very mm-hmm. well. Yeah. And once again, it's it's Conrad's first figure. Yeah. Uh, when, that's when true. What when, when the f are you gonna get a Conrad Thompson figure? I don't know. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I I was daydreaming the other day, like if I was gonna if I was a kid and I was gonna have a Fed with with the major Bendies, that Conrad would probably have to be like my Vince McMahon for the Fed, I think. Right. you know, he's in the suit and everything. Um he's definitely a chatterbox so so that's that's
1: pretty cool um you can legit have double j scream at conrad saying you didn't do the research
0: yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) hey who doesn't want to live out that with their figures you know right um so i want to ask kind of like the parting question of the bendy's line for you i'm not asking you to give anything away But what are your dream things to accomplish with this line? Let's say you get five more series in and they're super successful and you guys are just rolling ahead.
1: Some, I'm going to give you the answers. Okay. And some are already in the works.
0: Okay. I'm not asking you to clarify what is what.
1: I'm not going to say which ones are in the works. I don't want to get you in trouble. um, And then there's some that are on my wish list. So these are these are ones that I want that I know that are achievable. Um, Owen Hart.
0: Oh, that would be so awesome.
1: Um, Macho Man.
0: Two of my top fives, right there. So keep going. I love it.
1: Andre the Giant.
0: Ooh, nice.
1: Chavo Guerrero. Okay. And Eddie Guerrero.
0: And Eddie Guerrero. That would be awesome. All all five. Did you say five? I think you said five. That's five. Um, right? Yes, it is. All instant buys for me. hundred percent in. I don't even need yes. to see the prototypes. I just I mean send you guys that money right away.
1: I don't think Chavo has had a figure in ten years. Right? I think 10, he 10? had
0: uh one or two at the beginning, two. I believe, at the beginning of Mattel's run. Very early. First year, probably.
1: I have one on the wall. Yeah, Um, he had a
0: basic, which I have. I have it loose, so I can't remember if it was a two-pack or not. Uh, And then he had an elite, which I do not have. Which is probably the one you have on your wall.
1: No, I have a a two-pack. Oh, uh, okay. With him and Hornswoggle.
0: It was with Hornswoggle? Wow. Yeah,
1: did not remember that
0: that's awesome that's cool yeah. that's cool which is
1: it's great because i was such a big hornswoggle fan mm-hmm. growing up and i love chavo growing up as mm-hmm. well or chavo and eddie yeah and uh i mean there's multiple pictures of me waiting online to meet uh hornswoggle at yeah the summer slams and I, i've sent them all to him that's um, awesome since then. um so it's cool that i'm good friends with him now mm-hmm. but then me being such a Eddie Guerrero and Chava Guerrero fan growing up Chava Guerrero is now my brother's next-door neighbor really how funny <laughs> so, is that so, yeah. so I got La Familia in my in my network right I got Matt mm-hmm. Vine and yeah
0: there you go there you go well that's that's pretty awesome let me um ask you too I know Matt Got the prototype ring with Dink. Is there any mm-hmm. chance of any kind of recreation of said ring, or yeah, I
1: mean something similar? It, it, it all goes down to what's the demand that we're receiving right now. Yeah, for these yeah. things, um, are people, you know, as as the. Double J series is going to sell out instantly, right? Is Series 2 going to sell out instantly? The ring is probably going to cost a lot of money for us to make.
0: Fair enough. Yeah,
1: I would imagine. Um, and I, I explained this to Matt. I was with Matt when he won that ring. He yeah. threw me on the floor um, <laughs> in the video. Um, I may have also had too many beers that day. Uh, it happens. But I'm also a very fragile guy, and he's a lot taller, stronger <laughs> than um, But... He, the, the ring is going to cost a lot of money to make, mm-hmm. so what's what's the demand what's the cost yeah um what's the minimum order mm-hmm. uh on something like that um the minimum orders on these figures also is a lot yeah um and I don't think people understand that we're not making mm-hmm. one or two or you know i don't know a typical major pod item could any could be anywhere between 100 to 500 right sure yeah um and it sells out right instantly mm-hmm. you know, these are we, we i'll be honest it's a thousand right yeah, That's our yeah. Minim, minimum order um
0: and are you locked into that when you start making like a, a prototype so like yeah. let's say you you made a prototype of I'm not going to jinx anybody in future series. Let's say you made this prototype of Matt and something happened and Matt said, I don't want to be in this line anymore. What would be the implications of you kind of canceling that order after that is already done? Is that possible or are you just kind of locked in?
1: I can. It happens all the time in the toy business. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: You can cancel at any time. Yeah, you're going to just be charged now a molding fee that was very expensive. Yeah, you're going to be charged a a prototype fee that's very expensive. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think people actually like. uh, I don't want to say the pricing, but no,
0: not yeah.
1: Just just to cast something in metal Mm -hmm. is thousands of dollars.
2: Sure, I'm not talking about
1: hundreds of dollars.
2: Yeah, thousands
1: of dollars. Yeah, just to cast. something in metal for Robert to go through it. Um, Why? I don't fully understand. I don't, but that's part of the business. I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't get, I've never actually made a figure in my hand before, (laughs) Um, but um, yeah, you can cancel at any time. You're going to just be, you're just eating.
0: You're eating that cost. Yeah. Which is I think why we see like currently after wwe has released so many guys they're still getting figures because it's probably so far along i would imagine
1: because it's it's cost efficient yeah so you just pay this guy out a loyalty mm-hmm. that you yeah you may not want to but you gotta mm-hmm. do it anyway yeah instead of eating probably i don't know
0: however much money yeah
1: however much money because I'm sure Mattel put it in their contract saying, mm-hmm. once we cast the mold, uh, we got to make this figure.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and that's something I'm working on. Mm-hmm. Um, as Matt has mentioned, I'm trying to lower the minimums. Yeah. Um, because if I can make only 500 of a figure,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I know it's going to sell out in a day. Yeah. right. But... Oh, yeah. but a thousand doubling it, where there's a lot of people who are unsure of the product right now,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I think it is a bit too much. Sure, um, sure. Even though, because I saw people complaining about the price point, it's a hundred dollars, you get four figures, right? Mm-hmm. Divide that by four, it's 25 each, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, um, you know, but like I said, it's a learning process. I'm I'm looking at everything that people are saying, and I'm taking notes, and I'm saying, okay, this is what they want.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then, obviously, you're not going to please everyone. Sure. So, you know, there's some that you have to filter out, saying, no, this guy is wrong. They just don't understand the process, or mm-hmm. uh, no, um, this this just this is just this one person's opinion. Yeah. I've seen plenty of people throwing positive feedback on this. So, you know, you just do that internal um, processing and then you try to do better. And yeah, we've clearly done that because a lot of people complained about the packaging
2: mm-hmm. on
1: how it looked. I fixed it. and yeah. It only took me yeah. a week to fix for the next series. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I like the criticism. I yeah. enjoy it. I I want to see it and I want to do better because I want to make sure that this continues to be something that we do for years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't know, maybe I'm biased, but I think it will be. These are great figures. The cards are great. Um, I saw the flaw with the packaging. I said it was series one and I'm sure they'll improve. And I still think they were pretty good, you know? So yeah bravo to all three of you guys um and actually four because ttd definitely TTD. like you said um yeah so seriously these are great you guys definitely should be proud of yourselves um uh and yeah i don't know thanks again man um if you ever want to come back on we could have you on to talk about future series i'd love it it'd be a lot of fun yeah. um this was definitely, I feel like I learned a lot. We ran even a little longer than I wanted to, but I think it was great stuff. No, don't be sorry. That's, that's, it is what it is. Um, I ramble a lot. No, I, it was, it was just really good content. So I'm, I think everybody at home will get a lot out of it. Uh, So I'm excited for that. Um, So thanks again, man. Um, I'm sure everybody at home thanks you as well. Uh, and we will talk to you soon. Thank you for having me. It's yeah. been so much fun. Awesome. Thank you, man. And what an absolute treat that was to have knick share all of those secrets of the trade with us. I, I know it wasn't super custom heavy, but I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. That was awesome. I learned a lot. Um, man, what a complicated industry. It really is when you think about it, when you get into it good stuff all right that was um that was a little bit of a long one so thank you guys for joining us um and i just have one thing to say take it away homer
2: J. and that's the end of that chapter